this is the English program. It's the 28th of January 2021, a year ago, more or less. Um, we read A Little Princess in full, and uh, we are revisiting that moment today by uploading parts from chapter one. So we're about to go into episode three from the first chapter, and you will, of course, hear me saying, hello, blah, 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 blah. It is um, something, something January 2020, because it was a year ago. So <laughs> we're, we're basically giving you the full, the full recordings. So after this, we have part four, and then we have part five, and then uh, that's it. Tomorrow, we start reading from chapter two, all new. But have a listen to this. This is episode three, part three, from chapter one. You are listening to the English program, broadcasting live on Spreaker. It is half past nine, almost, on the 20th of January, 2020. We begin part three of chapter one of A Little Princess. She was very like her house, Sarah felt tall and dull and respectable and ugly she had large cold fishy eyes and a large cold fishy smile it spread itself into a very large smile when she saw sarah and captain crew she had heard a great many desirable things of the young soldier from the lady who had recommended her school to him among other things she'd heard that he was a rich father who was willing to spend a great deal of money on his little daughter. It will be a great privilege to have charge of such a beautiful and promising child, Captain Crewe, she said, taking Sarah's hand and stroking it. Lady Meredith has told me of her unusual cleverness. A clever child is a great treasure in an establishment like mine. Sarah stood quietly with her eyes fixed upon Miss Minchin's face. She was thinking something odd, as usual. Why does she say I am a beautiful child? She was thinking. I am not beautiful at all. Colonel Granger's little girl, Isabel, is beautiful. She has dimples and rose-colored cheeks and long hair the color of gold. They have short black hair and green eyes, besides which I am a thin child and not fur in the least. I am one of the ugliest children I ever saw. She is beginning by telling a story. She was mistaken, however, in thinking that she was an ugly child. She was not in the least like Isabel Grange, who had been the beauty of the regiment, but she had an odd charm of her own. She was a slim, supple creature, rather tall for her age, and had an intense, attractive little face. Her hair was heavy and quite black, and only curled at the tips. Her eyes were greenish-gray, it is true, but they were big, wonderful eyes with long black lashes, and though she herself did not like the color of them, many other people did. Still, she was very firm in her belief that she was an ugly little girl, and she was not at all elated by Miss Minchin's flattery. 
I should be telling a story if I said she was beautiful, she thought, and I should know I was telling a story. I believe I am as ugly as she is in my way. What did she say that for? After she had known Miss Minchin longer, she learned why she had said it. She discovered that she said the same thing to each papa and mamma who brought a child to her school. Sarah stood near her father and listened while he and Miss Minchin talked. She'd been brought to the seminary because Lady Meredith's two little girls had been educated there, and Captain Crewe had a great respect for Lady Meredith's experience. Sarah was to be what was known as a parlour boarder, and she was to enjoy even greater privileges than parlour boarders usually did. She was to have a pretty bedroom and sitting room of her own, she was to have a pony and a carriage, and a maid to take the place of the ayah who'd been her nurse in India. I am not in the least anxious about her education, Captain Crewe said with his gay laugh, as he held Sarah's hand and patted it. The difficulty will be to keep her from learning too fast and too much. She is always sitting with her little nose burrowing into books. She doesn't read them, Miss Minchin. She gobbles them up as if she were a little wolf instead of a little girl. She was always starving for new books to gobble, and she wants grown-up books, great big fat ones, French and German as well as English, history and biography and poets and all sorts of things. 